0: Welcome to this episode of Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Freakin' Aaron Wiseman, and I am so excited to share this episode about perseverance with Dr. Hokehe Effyong. She is a beautiful soul. She's in Oklahoma. She's a pediatrician, and she started a nonprofit specifically around foster children. Listen to our conversation today. Consider donating to this wonderful cause, and then listen to my kick of encouragement. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Doctor Hokehe Fyung. Thank you, Doctor Erin. <laughs> I appreciate you so much for coming on Dr. Me First. Tell the people out there in the podcasting world a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Hello, everybody. It's my pleasure to be here. I'm a wife, a mommy of three, amazing kiddos, and I'm also a pediatrician. I I love taking care of kids, and I've discovered I love taking care of mommies of the kids too, so... So I, I talk a lot with my mommies at work because I found that if um, the mommies do well, then the kids will thrive and do so well, so much better.
0: Mommy ain't happy. Nobody's happy. <laughs> it's so true. That's right.
1: That's right. So my visits are going longer because I'm like, I got to take care of these mommies. So it's amazing what you find out where you actually t- take the time to talk to them. So, yes. Um... So I also run a nonprofit for foster kids and it's called Kids of Hope. And our mission is to share love, hope, and dignity with our foster kids as they go into the system. So what I do is, well, I found out that um, lots of kids or most kids now go into the system with little to none of their belongings. And if you know kids, kids, one of their first words is mine. So they need things that they own and that's another layer of trauma for a kid to have nothing that's there. So I put together bags with brand new items for them. So comfort items, essential items like toothbrush, toothpaste, all that good stuff and then things they can actually call theirs like blankets and teddies and books and journals and all of that. So just to give them a measure of of uh, love and hope, and also we put handwritten notes in each bag, telling them that they're loved and they're valuable, so that's what I do also and um in that i also i just started um also coaching uh foster and adoptive parents because I found that there's there's a gap between what training they get and the support that they receive, so I've started that. I do a monthly support group for them, and I also do some coaching for them. So,
0: I yes. love it, woman. You are busy. Uh, I guess. <laughs> but I try, I, I mean, I t- <laughs> I love your word today as well, which is perseverance. Tell yes. me why you picked it. So I picked perseverance because it's a word, I mean, it's
1: something I've had to do. It's a, it's a, it's not a skill. It's a, it's a. Well, I can't call it a skill actually. It's something I've had to build over the years. Um, when I was a junior in college, I was, I was in two car accidents, like, literally six months apart. So on the six-month anniversary of the first one, I had the second one, and I landed back in physical therapy for like an entire year. And I got sent to see a neuropsychologist who asked me what I wanted to do. Because each time, of course, I had a concussion and got whiplash. So um, I told him I wanted to be a doctor. I've always wanted to be a pediatrician, specifically, since I was about five. And he laughed in my face and told me, you will never go to medical school. Just go find something else you want to do. So. You know, at first I believed him and I proceeded not to do well in school. I was in junior year. So I I sat out that semester because I really wasn't doing well. I was depressed and the whole nine yards. So, but when you have a dream inside of you, that dream, I mean, if you really hold on to it, it will carry you, it will help you burn through all the opposition and help you persevere. So I went back to school and I made small steps. And that's the key. It's small steps forward. Uh, done is better than perfect. Just keep going forward. And I did that and I went to med school and I went to residency and I'm here now. <laughs> so that's why that word means so much to me because, and over the years, it doesn't mean the life, my life has gotten perfect. No. I mean, over the years, I still had to persevere and decide to believe in myself. And so I keep going.
0: You know, that is the biggest thing with perseverance is choosing to believe yeah. in yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. Regardless of what anyone says, you know.
0: Tell me how else and ways that you're persevering currently. Um, With, um,
1: I mean, working, taking care of the kids and also running the nonprofit. I mean, that's a whole learning experience by itself. <laughs> that's like, um, so. Just being willing to learn, willing to make mistakes and fall forward because I have this goal and this vision of what it is I'd like to accomplish and how I'd like to serve the kids. So that keeps me going and that helps me persevere even when I have opposition to it or I'm not quite sure what to do. Just finding ways to get up, go around whatever the block is and go find resources to help myself learn better. And. Figure it out as I go along, just so I can meet the end goal of helping the kids. So it's keeping those goals in 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 front of me, and also recruiting my kids. I call them my partners, so that's how I can do meetings with them. And I say, "Hey, partners, mommy has a business meeting to <laughs> go on," and they're like, "Will you tell us about it?" Absolutely, <laughs> we'll have a meeting after my meeting. So so that's how I can have a meeting with three people three people who want mommy's attention because I tell them they're my partners I I let my 11 year old help me with doing graphics I, I just give her a project I'm like okay here create the flyer for me and I pay her even if she doesn't finish the flyer she's just so happy to help mommy out so I find that if you take your your kids along with you especially if you're a mommy and that helps too so
0: I think so as well. How can our listeners help you with kits of love or kits of hope? Excuse me. Okay.
1: So um, we're starting a new, they can help in, in a couple of ways. So of course, by donating, because where the, the, I mean, there's thousands in Oklahoma alone, where I live, there's at least 9,000 kids in foster care. So that's a huge population for us to reach. And I'm starting a membership Um, program where I'm going to be sending each kid um, like a hope box every month while they're in the system. Just things, depending on the age group. So for example, for the five to six year olds, I will send them a box with maybe two fun books and a note in there telling them that they are loved. And then the next month I'll send them a toy with a note telling them that they are loved. So my goal is to have parents sign on to want to sponsor a kid. and so. Um, so that way we can, we can get this, um, we can reach out to the kids and have them know because these kids are starving to know that they are loved and that they matter really. Because you can't imagine the amount of trauma they have to go through to be in the system. I mean, being in the system alone is a, is a traumatic event and then all the other things that has happened to them. So, so that's one way. That's... Um, just liking our page and, and staying engaged and I, I'm reaching out to more and more doctors because I feel like if doctors can sign on to this we can they can push um, they can help the kids in their practices and even if they don't see kids I mean we're doctors so we're we're supposed to be socially um, concerned and also do things in our in our communities and this is a great project for anybody to do in their community so, um basically just signing on to the facebook page and um and i will definitely keep in touch with whoever is interested in volunteering or setting up projects also in where they live so that's a very long answer to your short question sorry
0: <laughs> no that's very good because it gives some very actionable steps around a huge need area i mean i know here in indiana too um being family medicine I take care of kids in in the foster system and you know they come in for that visit after they've gone through placement and you don't even know what kind of baggage they bring with you and you just you got to love them where they're yes. at and you just hope that the foster family that's taking care of them is is infusing them with love as well Mm -hmm. and so i think this is an amazing project of kits of hope i want to help support it and that um we'll post all of the links in the show notes for the facebook page where people can go and like the page and learn more and then also how they can donate to your 501c3 so you know there's always benefits doing Mm -hmm. that of course so definitely. And
1: yes, we have it all set up on Facebook. The, the website is in progress. So that's being worked on. But in the meantime, yes, if you'd like to donate, it's on Facebook. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us your story, how you've persevered, and the organization that you're helping other kids to persevere to. Thank you for
1: having me. My pleasure.
0: You so much, Doctor F. Young, for coming on the podcast, for sharing your story and your heart, and most of all, for sticking to your guns and persevering. You, my friend, are a total badass, and I just want to encourage you in the mission that you're doing in this world. All right, if that wasn't enough of a kick of encouragement. I've got a great one for you today. This was a poem that was recently shared with me. And you guys know, like, I'm a bleeding heart when it comes to poetry. I love me some poetry. Well, this was one actually from a friend of a friend. um, And it just touches my heart. So I'm going to share it with you. Um, the writer's name is Alexandra Frazen. She is a writing coach. I got introduced to her about three years ago now. She's phenomenal. And her poem is entitled, How Could I Not? How could I not love this body, these legs crafted by God herself, these hands that can build empires? And did you know that I'm made of carbon, just like the stars? And did you know I'm filled with water and salt, the ocean and I... We are twin sisters, same mother, different shapes. And did you know the strongest muscle in my body is my jaw? Because you know I've got things to say. My eyes can can detect 10,000 colors, the color of rain, the color of coffee and cream, every shade of blue and green and teal, my child's eyes in the first morning light ounce for ounce, my bones are stronger than steel. My body has enough iron to forge a nail that's three inches long. So I can write down the truth and hammer it to the wall and say, look at this miracle. Look at all of this. Look at me. Look at you. Look at what we can do. Are you seeing this? Can you believe it? How could I not love this body? I am a sunrise, I am an eclipse, I am a daughter of an ancient shattered star, here just for a short time, here to fill the world with light, here to be adored and to be seen, here to feel everything, nothing to hide, bare, and alive. So good, Alexander Franzen, so good, I so appreciate that poem. And it's bringing me new perspective on what a um, hashtag Mama 3 body looks like now. That how could I not love this body? How could I not love this life that I've crafted? Because of all the amazing things that it can do and that it is. And so to me, this poem challenges me to let go of all the things should have life should have looked like this should life should have been like this my body should be like this and just embrace it for what it really really is so I ask you how could you not how could you not love your body how can you not just love your life and if you have a hard time and you're struggling with that question I really want to encourage you reach out for help it is here totally palms open approach. If you're like, Aaron, I can't afford to pay for one-on-one coaching. That's totally okay. Go check out my new Kindle book, Dr. Me First. If you're like, well, Aaron, I can do that, but I want a little more. Keep listening to this podcast. Jump in in August when I get the online course going from burned out to badass. Keep hanging with me because I'm telling you, I want to get you from a place of How could I love this body in my life to a place of how could I not? So friend, hang with me, keep listening, and let me know how I can help. And remember, your life, your calling, your pulse.